0: welcome to our global god a new podcast brought to you by one plus god ministries who focuses on short-term missions retreats and teaching discover in this show how god is on a mission with you your host for our global god is wayne devitt executive director and founder of one plus god ministries one Plus God, Global Family, and friends,
1: it's wonderful to have you with us again today. We are busy with this podcast series, Our Global God, and we truly serve a global God, a God that is at work in all the countries, all over the earth, and as our missions are. He wants everybody, no matter where you are at, to find life in Christ. And um, today we are busy with session four. We're talking about families on a mission, families on on a mission. I mean, one, one of the questions I think that I get the most is, well, how old should my child be before they can go on a mission trip with One Plus God Ministries, or with whatever organization I guess you want to want to go with? But my answer is always, well, you're asking the wrong guy, because if you're speaking with me, my answer will be, they they can never be too young. <laughs> I remember my wife changing my children's diapers literally on the mission trips they have since birth gone with us on mission trips all throughout their lifetime and missions today is simply a normal part of their lives when when i tell them hey are we going on a mission trip this year um, it would be like, hey, are we going to Cedar Point this year? Right? Are we going to the water park at the zoo or, or whatever? It's a very natural question. It's not like, oh, on a mission trip? What? When? Where? How does this work? And um, no, it, it's just a normal part of their life. Uh, but of course, sometimes practical issues get into the way. Um, and, and so if I would have to answer that question for you and say, okay, Wayne, if you would have to pick three or four certain age groups, what would you pick for my child to go? Then I guess this would be my answer and behind that answer, I guess one of the very important things that I want you to understand, dear friends is that this thing that the clever people taught us, it's called the 414 window. It is an age window. The Clever People tells us that your child receives Christ and really makes their faith their own between the ages of 4 and 14. In fact, 80% 80 of children give their lives to Christ and really catches their faith between the ages of four and fourteen. Twenty percent of children will give a life to christ before the age of four or after the age of fourteen and um, being in america now for eleven years or so i can tell you that it seems to me that that age window in america is actually only between four and twelve the reason is that in, in the american culture our children are actually you know, simply because of the school system that we follow and because we teach our children to think critically about things, to really own their individuality very quickly. They start to work earlier. They start to drive earlier than than many other countries in the world. They actually grow up faster, in a sense. (laughs) And so um, one of the reasons why it's more difficult for you to come to faith when you are, older again in american terms i would say 13 14 um but yeah when when you get older you start to debate you know when when your when your dad says you need to believe what the bible says when you're older you will say why says who who wrote the bible you know why should i follow the bible well you need to believe in god where is god show god to be you know, why is, Why should I believe in this God and not that God, this Bible, not that book, At all these questions? And I am not against questions. In fact, I'm a teacher, too, at Indiana Wesleyan University. I get questions from students every single day of my life. I actually enjoy questions. I have no problem with questions. The problem is, if the questions come before the foundation of our faith had really set in, sometimes the questions derail the faith, while if your faith really settles down well and the questions come after that then the questions actually does the opposite the questions build your faith and your child becomes really strong in their faith so if i would have to answer the question this is what that would look like at least try and take your child with you on a shorter mission trip when they are between the age of four and 14, let's say somewhere from 11 at, at the latest, between 11 and 14, you go with them, they watch you, um, you know, you show them, and you talk things through with them. And then, in this age window between 14 and 18, you try and send them again, in those teenage years where they start to ask for questions, where they even become perhaps a little bit rebellious. And you help them to keep focus on what is happening in the world around them. Help them to realize how privileged they often are and how little people around them have. And it just helps them to stay grounded and helps them to stay humble. And then you try and send them again once in their college year, Because what you will find when you do that is that's usually when they go by themselves. And now you're kind of out of the picture, but you have shown them, you've talked, them through some things you've helped them to answer their questions they've tried it a little bit by themselves now they can do it by themselves what you will find is when they leave college they want to do it by themselves and missions have become a part of their life every day everywhere families on a mission friends I'm so excited with me um, online here through a phone call. I have an elderly lady and um, her name is Becky. Becky, tell us who you are. Can I put you on the spot? Can I kindly ask you how, how, how old you are? I know this is a terrible question to do. I have some American friends here with me in the studio and they're all making me all kinds of eyes and whatever, whatever. Please remember I'm from Africa. Please remember when, when we put people on the spot that we ref- refer to their old age it is an honor term it's a respect term it's a way of saying you have gray hair i don't have gray hair therefore you are wiser than i am i need to listen to you i need to honor you respect you becky you know me for a long time right (laughs) you know my heart i i love you Becky. i respect you i honor you but for the sake of this podcast it would help listeners i think to know How old are you, and when did you start going on mission trips with One Plus God Ministries? Because I just think that is so awesome, Becky.
2: (laughs) Well, next month I will be
1: 73. 73. Awesome. Congratulations, Becky. Mm -hmm. We all celebrate your birthday. 73 next month. How old were you Mm -hmm. when you started to go on mission trips with One Plus God, Becky?
2: I was... Almost 70. It was the year I turned 70.
1: Wow. And your first country, where did you go to? I've
2: been to Haiti three times.
1: Three times to Haiti. Becky, Mm -hmm. I am telling you, we are all celebrating that. We are clapping hands. Uh We are singing. (laughs) We are dancing in the studio. You are awesome <laughs> we are awesome our next session is actually going to be young adults on a mission how young adults can step up and be used by god but here you set the example thank you for sharing your age i, I really respect you for that and you know that i love you becky right so um, you're going on these trips and and god is nudging you to take who with you
2: my grandson actually asked me if he could go It was his idea he wanted to go, listening to me talk about it. And he had been going through a difficult separation of his parents, and he was getting bullied, and he was getting into trouble, and he didn't want that, so he thought he would go. It was his idea, and I thought that was wonderful, and I knew it would make a big change in his life, and it did. He actually felt proud of himself for doing something good. He enjoyed being there and playing with the kids, and it was a big turnaround for him.
1: Well, awesome, Becky So mm-hmm. your grandson going through a difficult time, um, you know, having all kinds of insecurities because of that, getting a little bit into trouble, yeah. or you know, and go on this trip with mm-hmm. you, and uh, wow, and, and God just continued to use him, right? So it seems like God can really, right. really use any of us, no matter our age mm-hmm. or even the messes that we are going through, would you say?
2: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He was 15, and when we come back, he, it was his decision to go to church and go to church regularly and, and be around other Christian children, and uh, he's doing real well
1: wow so comes back start to get engaged of church change his friends how awesome becky so you have a 15 year old you're in your 70s at that point you are together on the strip. what happened in your heart becky as a grandma
2: it made me feel good because they had been living with me and so to see what i was doing He also wanted to do the same thing. I felt God was using me to touch his heart. And God can touch any of us, and we just have to follow him and let him show other people through us what can happen and what is good and what is right.
1: Well, Becky, that's so awesome. I mean, when you say, you know, my my grandchild saw me and then I wanted to do the same, you know, it's like wow you know that god can use grandparents like that and so it's so important that we are so that we need to be so careful what we do right we should not only of course it's wonderful to also do that but not only teach Uh with grandchildren to fish not only teach for grandchildren to bake cookies not only teach for grandchildren how to drive a car right but here you are showing your grandchild how he can be used by god on a mission Becky well well mm-hmm. well we are so excited thank you for sharing that with us today and um i, I know that you're not done with mission trips right no
2: i'm not <laughs> i'm hooked on them so i'll go as long as i
1: can grandma becky's saying i'm hooked on missions i'm telling you <laughs> yes. i'm going to turn that into a slogan and put it on a t-shirt becky <laughs>
2: I could,
1: yes. Becky, thank you. That
2: would
1: be great. Becky, thank you so much. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless your grandson. Please thank him also for being willing to have you share his story. We pray that God will continue to grow his faith. And I know that God is still going to use that young man in incredible ways. And I know that God is not done with you either. So um, God, God
0: bless you. We love you.
2: Thank you very much.
0: One Plus God can help you to put global trips together that will make an eternal difference every time. Would you like to connect with a missionary or need a speaker for your next missions event? They can help. Email them at info at oneplusgod.org.
1: Sarah, I I see you sitting there. Thank you so much for joining us again today. Yes, and it looks like you cannot wait to say something. So Sarah Glenn, <laughs> Missions Director of Wantless God Ministries. What is God laying on your heart? Because I see yeah. like you want to get it out.
3: <laughs> I'll tell you what. I was with Becky. I was with Becky on the day when the Lord called her to missions. Yeah. Um, I was at her house for something that had nothing to do with our ministry. It was actually a personal thing that um, her wow. and I were working on, aside from outside ministry that we were working with together. Uh, I, I had no idea who she was. They had sent me to her house last minute. They said, hey, Sarah, we need you to go to this woman's house and talk to her about this ministry. I said, okay. And it's not our ministry. It's a whole other thing that we're involved in. And I go to her house, no clue who she is. And next thing I know, her and I are at the table. I, I'm telling her about the work I do in missions. And I said, do you want to go? She said, when? I said the date. She jumped up, grabbed her little calendar off the wall. She said, I'm free. And she went <laughs>
1: <laughs> just it's, like that, just
3: like that, just like that. If, if only everyone could just jump on when they're called like that, right, right, and right. And so, um, to so watch her go on. You know, three trips to Haiti, wow. and each one was incredible to see her. Sir, I mean, no, th- there's no one stopping her. She's a little Energizer Bunny, just running around Haiti. And then to see her grandson on this last trip was just phenomenal. I, I had goosebumps everywhere sitting here. Just um, being reminded of that testimony.
1: Right, right, right. (laughs) Sarah, you know, what you said there just, um, you know, jogged something else in my memory. So if I could just quickly add that here. You know, you shared that with Becky. You know, Becky felt like God is speaking to her. I I need to do this. And it's like, okay, I'm going, you know. So often do we have those conversations with people and and people will say, man, I I really think I want to do that, you know. But i i want to go and pray about that and of course that's true you need yes. to go and pray about it you need to pray about everything in your life but what i have found is that some people don't go and pray about it some people go and start a debate with god about it isn't that you true? know god thank you that you called me um but i i just want to, yes. to you know how how will i get the money together you know will, uh-huh. will you keep me healthy and um, do you know about this virus there? do you know about the riot there you know and how about this and how about that and you're actually informing god and you're actually having a debate with god and what the devil will do is he will bring all these fears in your life and all these things you know and before you know it you're not you're not praying to god anymore you're not asking god god um can you confirm in my heart that this is from you and I trust you that you'll be faithful, that you started this nudge in me, that, that lit this fire in me, that you right. will keep it burning. You're actually starting a debate with God, right? Yeah. And and then often people will come back and, and they will just not follow through. And sometimes I wonder, did God really tell you no? Right. Or did you go and start a debate with God <laughs> instead of praying to God?
3: No, I couldn't agree with you more. We, I see it quite often, actually. And, you know, that's the thing. When you are called to something like this, the Lord does provide. He provides every avenue, as we've already talked about in our previous podcast. But something else that is so incredible is how the Lord will put things on our hearts as ministry leaders um, within One Plus God. And, um, you know, years ago, the Lord had put on my heart to offer a missions trip to older people. I heard older people say, I'm just too old. I have too many health concerns. One woman said, I'm diabetic, Sarah. There's just no way. And she went. She just, you know, she went last year and she had a phenomenal trip. Her entire family had almost, I mean, almost all her children and her husband had already been before her. And they keep coming back with these amazing testimonies. And finally, the Lord... Just put on her heart to go.
1: And we talk about families on a mission yes. today. You yes. know, and it, it's so incredible when when the families can start to share the same stories, right? That's right. And and because that ju- that just builds everybody's faith, and everybody becomes missions minded, and it just changes everything. And and That's sometimes right. you know, families get it from grandma down and sometimes yes. morgan malden thank you for joining us today our college and intern coordinator with one god ministries and um, and and so sometimes you know god starts from the elderly down to help us to get it that families it's really incredible when families together get it to go on a mission and sometimes yes. <laughs> god does it from the children up Right, yes, yes. and and that's how God is using you right now, Morgan. How is God using you at the moment to to help our families to get it right? Families can go on a mission, but from the children up.
4: Well, if anybody asks me, you know, they all know that I love children. You know, they're, yes, they're you my do. favorite. <laughs> I can keep them all. So, um, so I'm super excited that um, I'm going to be writing these books. Um, it's Adventures with OPG. So get it, His like his name O-P-G. is OPG. Tell us about that for uh, One Plus God. And so OPG goes on mission strips. You need
1: to spell that out, right? Otherwise, okay. it will just sound like the acronym OPG for One okay, Plus God. Okay, so his God. name so- is
4: O P I E G.
1: O P I E G. OPG. Yes. Yes. That's <laughs> O-P-G. so cool.
4: <laughs> so OPG is a meerkat. So this meerkat flies around on mission strips with One Plus God. With his okay. family.
1: So a meerkat mm-hmm. for, meerkat. for you know, some of the younger folks that perhaps haven't encountered a meerkat yet. A meerkat mm-hmm. is a South African animal, right? Yes, sir. And you see <laughs> the meerkat in what movie?
3: The Lion King. The Lion
1: King, of course. You see the meerkat in Lion King, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so this uh, meerkat, whose name is OPG, yes. uh, he, he's the main character in your books. The
4: main character.
1: Yes. Okay, and yes. and you just recently went to South Africa, right? Yes, and sir, to
4: start the first book.
1: To start the first book. <laughs> tell yes. us more. Tell us more.
4: Uh, I'm so excited. So actually on South Africa, that book um is going to be about contentment. So OPG is going to be learning about um, contentment into being off social media and actually um, opening his eyes to help other children. You know, and serving them. And
1: so, so in every book, this meerkat actually learns something else about yes, God. Yes, yes. And okay. so, and for South Africa, it's contentment.
4: Contentment. So, why I'm, did you
1: choose contentment for South Africa, just for interest? Say.
4: Um, actually, because that's what the Lord was dealing with my heart on personally. Oh really? Okay. Um, to be content, you know, mm-hmm. with what God has given us, you know, for the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us, you know. So all we need in this world is Him. Amen. So when we
1: have Jesus, we have everything, right? Amen, yes, And sir. Jesus is truly enough, yes, always.
4: Yes, he is. He is. And so, you know, with this, you know, the goal of this project, I, I have it broken up in like four different points. Okay. You know, so uh, I say um, for the goal of this project, number one would be I want children to be missions-minded every day and everywhere. You know, and then number two, through this book, you know, like we just said, I really want them to learn a godly characteristic that they can personally apply to their own life. You know, Got that it. they can relate to, you know, as, as a child, what they're going through and how right. their thinking mentality is for them to be able to apply it to their life. And number three, I really want children to also have fun. You know, learning about different cultures. You know, the the food, the different experiences that you get with that. Fun facts. You know,
1: give us some some examples from South Africa. You know, about the culture of the food or fun facts. What 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 what, do you, what did you have in that book on South Africa?
4: Well, um, I found out that well, the meerkat is originally from South Africa. Of you know, and so um, and so with that, you know, the meerkat can actually look into the to the sun and not damage his eyes and i and he can also see oh, cool. three miles away <laughs> so that just just blows my mind you know and so and so it's just a, a neat experience with that and, and then, they learned
1: learn something about the other animals of africa too yes, right yes. so in your book you have some of the other animals so what, what are some of the cool animals that you saw in africa while oh, you were there
4: i, I saw a lot I, I got to see like a kudu um, right. uh, baboons, you know, rhinoceros, giraffes. How elephants. far was
1: the lion away from you when you saw the lion? I
4: was just a few feet. <laughs>
1: a few feet. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. In, in, in an open safari vehicle, oh, right? It
4: was amazing, it was amazing! <laughs> it was gorgeous. That was the one animal I wanted to see wild, and that was the first one I got to see. So I thank God for that.
1: <laughs> well, well, well. Okay, so so the, so the kids that read these books there will be really some things that they will be able to get very excited about, right?
4: Absolutely. They're going to want (laughs) to go.
1: Okay, so you (laughs) have four goals of this book. What's the fourth one? So
4: lastly, the number four, you know, I just like missions to be brought back into families, you know. And so this is a, a way for parents to get involved with their children, you know, and encourage them in serving the Lord, you know, because children are very impressionable. So we need to just teach them now about the gospel for Jesus said, don't hinder the little children. Let them go to Jesus, you know, and so you never know who God's going to call to be a pastor, evangelist, missionary, doctor, nurse, pilot. You just, you never know, Absolutely. you know, and so you never know um, how God is going to further the gospel with these children, right. you know, so I myself was called at a young age, you know, so I believe the time is very precious to be teaching them. So through these books, you know, I hope and pray that it will encourage the children to have an encounter with God, listen to God even though they're young, they can also serve the Lord, you know, and they can apply it.
1: Absolutely. Morgan, thank you so much. I, I think One Plus God Ministries is trying to make it possible for elderly people, and I mean that in a respectful way, dear friends, that elderly people can be used by God even grandpas grandmas because um i I mean one of the most earliest examples that we have um, sarah right was grandpa bob yes you know that came with his granddaughter do you remember that you know and how precious that was so you know so how god can use grandpas and grandmas to let missions soak into the families and and you've used an example sarah of how families can can go and they come back and they're excited and then the mothers or the dads or whoever really realize, wow, I want to join in this, but they have some health issues, but if we truly give our health issues, our money issues, all of our fears to God, God can open absolutely. the door, and missions can really soak into our life. Morgan, we've heard from you how missions can go from, you know, the children mm-hmm. up up into the families, and, and that is so just so absolutely incredibly special. Cannot wait for these meerkat books to hit the shelves, <laughs> and we want to pray with you for that. I think that's absolutely yeah. awesome. And, you know, I think that the, that the families in our country is under such an incredible pressure you <laughs> Um, but not only that, but the young people, um, you know, you talked about God can use any young person, but the young people often don't know that God can use me like that. And, and they don't know that missions is an option anymore because you have career days and all the careers are being taught to the kids. You know, you can become this and this and this, but, but the missions guys don't share that option or even pastors, you know. So so this will, this will help the children to realize that there's that option. And I truly believe that with the pressure that families have, Living Missions minded can truly bring health back into our families. Um, Sarah, I I think you've experienced how that has happened, right?
3: Absolutely. We've seen um, time and time again where parents have come on our mission trips and they have gone back and poured everything they learned in that, in that country and on that mission trip into their own families. So um, we do have a really amazing example of this where a father went on a mission trip. He went as a builder and he, I remember him saying in our training, I just want to go build. Like I'm not into the evangelism stuff. I'm a good builder. Just let me build the stuff. And so, you know, we, we send him there. We, and it was so beautiful to watch this man because about day three, he wasn't building anymore. (laughs) He was, he was giving his building job to someone else oh, so he could, go, it, clearly. he could go evangelize with the evangelism team. And so Mr. Builder was quite the evangelist, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, you know, what happened was is he talked to other dads on that mission team, heard their hearts. And there was one dad in particular who really witnessed to this this individual. And he said to him, you know, I made a lot of mistakes and I lost my marriage because of it. Don't Don't be like me. And so this guy goes home. And pours everything he has into his family and it transformed their entire lives. His children have a fighting chance now. His his children who he didn't spend much time with now have a dad who's present who know about the Lord. His wife is loved and nurtured and also, you know, and also knows about the Lord. And so and that's just one example of many that we don't have enough time to talk about. But I've also seen this in my own life when my, my own son went on his first mission trip. It's funny that I birthed this child who is nothing like me. <laughs> He's, you know, he is very quiet, very shy. <laughs> um, I think he'll make an incredible pastor, actually. But, but you know, we'll see what God does. <laughs> we'll see what God does. But, but, you know, this young man, he... Um, he will be on, a tall missionary. He will be a tall <laughs> missionary. He um he came on this mission trip with me, and I was so excited to see what the Lord was going to do with him. Because just like you, Cameron has been expecting this for years. I mean, it's it's just like you said, going to the water park. Or, you know, he's like, when is my mission trip? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And so awesome. he became of age, and we took him. And yeah, there he is. So uh,
1: he was how old on his first trip He then? was 13. 13. Okay. And what is
3: so powerful oh. is I'm up there teaching the VBS songs, mm-hmm. and who's ready Beside me, going bonkers for Jesus, <laughs> my very shy son. Wow! <laughs> Mission trips—they transform your life. Right, they do. And um, I saw that in my own son, and and who he became on that trip is who he is today. Hmm. He, a part of him, the Lord showed showed him like you have gifts, son, that are way more than you could ever have imagined. And Cameron is using those gifts in everyday life in his school and being a leader in his school for Christ. Right. Yeah. Right
1: that's so that's so amazing mm-hmm. you know if you think about you you take all these thousands of pictures on these mission trips right yeah. and and if you would ask me what are what are the pictures that comes to mind to me when i think about all the mission trips mm-hmm. yes it's wonderful to have the the rhinoceros and the elephant and the <laughs> yes, and the right. lions literally spitting distance from us right they, the, were. Or, or, they were and and so the, <laughs> these experiences are absolutely in, incredible but i'm telling you if i think about picture perfect moments in my head mm-hmm. it's these moments where a father and son had sat together and used yes. holy communion yes. where, where a husband and wife you know sit together just out in the in the field praying for one another when they come yes. back they both teary eyes yep. you know they they've been touched by god we've had couples that had renewed their vows they're on sure trips right and and yes. come back and just have transformation in their marriages and in their families and um, and and it seems to me that God just uses it. And and we've spoken about that in previous sessions, right? When we get away from the world, the pressures of it, the noise of it, you know, all this busyness, and we get to a place where God slows us down, we can truly hear God, we can truly hear our spouse, we can truly hear our child. It seems that we, you know, we just connect differently with each other again. Absolutely. um, And and a lot stronger. Uh, I remember the the gentleman that, that you're referring to Weeks or months after that trip, I encountered him again one day, and he, he, he take, took his cell phone out and he showed me a picture, and it was a picture of uh, outside. Yes. Um, what do oh, you call that in English? A bench that he had built, right? Built yes, built a bench, bench. And he said to me, yes. he said to me, Pastor, I want to show you the prayer bench that I've built. Yeah. And so every Saturday morning or yes, something like that, I can't right. remember when. Every so it it's, it's, was it's every Saturday yes, morning. Yep. I, I'm taking my children out here on this bench and we pray and this is why we're calling it our prayer bench and so it's like oh my goodness yeah that's why we do what we do absolutely that's why we do what we do absolutely. dear friends families on a mission i'm telling you something special happens when you take your child on a trip when your child takes you on a trip when you take your spouse on a trip when you take your grandchild on a trip or your grandchild takes you on a trip grandpa grandma families on a mission our families is under pressure what do we do when we realize that our finances is under pressure we go and see someone that can really help us out with this what do we do when our business is in trouble our career when we need to get better at you know some sport thing that we that we want to get we get some professional help i'm telling you friends our families is under immense pressure, our marriages is under pressure, our children go through extreme temptations and it seems to me that short-term mission trips is definitely at least one of the important things that can make an incredible difference in your family's life. You have heard multiple examples of how this has made a difference in other families' life. Why didn't you do the same and join us on one of our next short-term trips as a family? God bless you, have a wonderful day.
0: Thanks for joining us for Our Global God. We hope you have a better vision of how God is on a mission with you. Contact One Plus God Ministries at oneplusgod.org to reserve space on our upcoming trips, join us on a retreat, or invite Wayne to come speak at your next event oneplusgod.org The Shine FM Podcast Network